Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before uh, we start the podcast, just want to uh, quickly give a shout out to what's going on at the network uh, with the Power Hour, uh, the Circle City Cinema. Uh, the Circle City Cinema, uh, just right. providing content, That's right. content with Boba Fett and, and things That's of that right. nature. They've just been raking in the episodes. Uh, Bryce Shetty, uh, you know, has been basically taking a part-time position uh, at the Circle City Cinema. He might as well be getting paid for it. I, my, I should get paid. He's he's, uh, he's he's been taking a part-time role there, uh, and the episodes have been uh, and it, quite quite dazzling. I mean, I, I haven't granted I haven't watched the show, okay, but I'm just going off what I know, and it's the reason I haven't listened is because I can't watch the show, but. I know what the two of them are behind the mic, so do not be afraid to check it out if you watch that show. Uh, we got the uh, the Power Hour, uh, which you know there's there's going to be some news about what the Power Hour's future might look like. Uh, but you know, for this week, uh, you could check out uh, uh, the man, the man himself, uh, me. Uh, the guy who oh. makes the people like Alex Burr look silly when they have full time NBA pods. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to uh, check that out. We talk the draft. We talk all stars and the whole nine yards. Uh, so do not be afraid to uh, get that going. And then the other uh, thing that we got going on right now, man, is, you know, as we are, you know, continuing to to move forward with Linsanity football season, uh, getting closer and closer to the end. We are going to, uh, you know, kind of go back to our plan. You know, we're trying to, uh, you know, Bryce and I will dig through that in basketball, what that'll look like and, uh, you know, help out with Alex. I'll do off season stuff, whatever it looks like. Uh, just be ready for that. And before the, the pod, I just want to give a shout out uh, to, to a contributor uh, of the Linsanity, uh, Dalton Shapker, for those who know. Uh, just, just, uh, just could use, just use our thoughts, use our prayers, uh, as, as he is just going through a difficult time right now. And, uh, you know, I, I know certainly I appreciate him, uh, and we, as the running hook network family, uh, would like to, uh, share those condolences and, uh, without further ado, uh, we'll, we'll jump right into the pod. And I, I'm just extremely delighted to have this guy back on ladies and gentlemen. I, I am very thrilled. Uh, he is, he is the man he is, he is, it's been so long because of the way that schedules have worked out, but I don't care. It's happening. And, uh, Zach Griffith, you are back on the list sanity <laughs> and it is a privilege. It's a privilege to be back. Let me tell you. I've, I have a wide range of emotions on my notes here. There's going to be some some annihilations of some people and some teams. There's going to be some praising. And I have I even have a little wild card for Mr. Caleb Lynn. Oh, oh okay. Actually, it has nothing to do with football or sports. It just it was just a wild card. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Interesting. No. Four, needless to say, I mean, four phenomenal games. It's like... It was like uh, I don't I don't even know what to compare it to. It was it was amazing and it was amazing. I can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to talk about it. And uh, we do have the the co-host himself, Bryce Shetty, back on the pod. Bryce, uh, four incredible games to dissect. Uh, just so much to to go off of. So much to talk about. You know, just just plenty of storylines here. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think that I'd be entertained by a 13 to 10 playoff game, but yet here we are. Here we are. But I, I mean, probably, uh, I mean, we're, it's going to come up again and again, but I mean, it's probably the best weekend of playoff football I've been a part of since I've been alive, which isn't wow. long. I it agree. isn't long. 
Okay, I'm only 23. All right, so I get it. But I mean, these are some outstanding games. Um, but uh, to go off of Caleb's thought, I uh, do want to shout out to Dalton. Uh, this one's for you, buddy. I hope this podcast can bring you joy uh, this coming week. Absolutely. And and without further ado, uh, we'll get into the game. Uh, really, there's four terrific games, you know, four game of the weeks. But uh, the last one kind of was the cream of the crop uh, with the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're starting uh, here. Oh, we're starting yeah. here. We're Good going Lord. Lord. Good Lord. Lord. Good. We're going for a knockout punch with the Chiefs winning 42 to 36 Ooh. over the Bills. A game that was an absolute instant classic. The offenses were absolutely sizzling. Uh, and then at the end, uh, you know, the overtime rules, the, the toss of a coin gave the Kansas City Chiefs the advantage that put them up six points uh I, I would i would like to start off with the guest here first what zach uh, what what are your what's your initial thoughts on this 42 to 36 win uh you know in, in what was just a thrilling game all around between about as high level of quarterback play as you can get my initial thought is it is the greatest finish to a playoff game of all time it's not the wow. greatest playoff game it's not wow. the greatest it's not the greatest playoff game of all time. Wow. It's the greatest finish to a playoff game. And I have some other other games to throw out there. Yeah, uh, you're going to jog my memory on this. Falcons-Pats, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. The Drive. Broncos-Browns. Yeah. All right, yeah. Colts-Pats, 6 Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That was a good game. And then <laughs> until... Ah oh, man, this game. I still maintain this is the greatest game I ever watched. But yeah, I know this weekend might have changed it. We'll see. I have still haven't decided. Cards Packers 2015 divisional round. Oh, hell of a yeah, finish! Very one good. Of, very one good of the finish. great Larry Fitzgerald games. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. And yeah. one of the crushing. Losses. Wow, that's a good one of Aaron Rodgers' career. Which oh, that's weird. That's weird. That's strange. But that's my initial takeaway from this game: is that it's the greatest sequence to finish a playoff game. It's the greatest finish to a playoff game that I can remember. Uh, Here's another takeaway I had. Sure. AFC teams not named the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and maybe the Chargers are screwed for ten years. Because Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, are, I think, are destined to do this for the next decade at least. And Joe Burrow is year two already in the final four. And Justin Herbert, balling, hasn't made the playoffs yeah. yet, but balling. And I think we can assume he'll get there. We'll probably be in the playoffs next year. So they're knocking on the door. So those are my two initial takeaways from the game. I don't want to. <laughs> break down my thoughts on the what happened in the game itself just yet. I want your guys' thoughts on what what transpired in Kansas City. By the way, this game already has its own Wikipedia page. I believe that. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, you could literally write I mean, an I entire... Too. Yeah, you could. It's called like the, the Missouri... <laughs> that's funny, though. What, let, me, let me see this. It was like the Missouri Massacre or something. Oh, that, that's wow. what they're calling it. Let wow. Me, I'll look it up, but one of you guys go ahead. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Bryce. I mean, this is this is a 
when I when I didn't think the next team had anything left to give, like uh, you know, I I don't see it. Like it was fun for a minute. Uh, honestly, there was a point in this game, right? So Josh Allen leads another scoring drive down the field. A little less than two minutes to go. Yeah. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes goes right down the field, leaves about a minute and five left. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think Buffalo has another drive in. I think I said, I said, I think they're, that was an emotional drive that they just had. And to go yeah. back out there and do it again, I don't think it's possible. But then, I mean, here we go. Josh Allen throws another one to Gabe Davis. Oh, with 13 <laughs> seconds left. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I'm just accepting the fact that I'm going to have to eat it on Josh Allen from you clowns. And my my guy, Patrick Mahomes, is about to lose this game. You still have to eat it on Josh Allen, by the way. Sure, I will, but not to the extent, right? He okay. didn't get the okay. dub, so. But he played a perfect uh, game. He played a very good game. Perfect very good game. game. Very good game. <laughs> good game. Okay. He didn't turn the ball over, and that's what kept him in the game. I mean, <sighs> this is amazing. I think we we were all, this game was so good it resurrected Noel Wolfgang from his. <laughs> yeah, shout out Wolfgang! Shout out Wolfgang! Hey, let's say Shout out Wolfgang! So that's all. It, it, that's all you need to know. I'm sorry, some of you aren't going to get that, but that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. I mean, look, I mean, look. When it comes to this game, when it came to this game, I mean, I to me, I, I agree with Zach. You know, these two guys are the next. I mean, it's it's this generation's up and coming generations, Brady and Manning. I mean, it really is. You're talking about two quarterbacks that are going to lead this league into the future. Yeah. Uh, two guys that have skill sets that everybody wants to jump on the TV to watch. Everybody wants to observe. Everybody wants to see what they're going to do. And 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 it, you know, normally games like this with those type of stars, they don't ever live up to the actual hype. But that's just exactly what this game did. And I, I think both teams played really well. I mean, and those defenses, like, look, I understand, you know, 36 points and 42 points, Bill's number one defense in the league, but it's like, my gosh, you know, these offenses are sizzling. You knew they were going to put up points regardless of the defense. You know, I, I, I want to start off with Kansas city, the winning team, um, you know, for them to get this win, you know, especially, you know, 13 seconds, uh, two timeouts, I would like to make that very clear. 13 seconds and two timeouts. That's right. Make a big deal. Um, they, make a big deal because, about it. Great I, management no, by be, Andy Reid. Because it was, it, it, was, it was good management by Reid to be able to understand, you know, okay, I've got two timeouts I can use in my bag, and therefore – from McDermott. They can sit there and – like they sat there and played, you know, called some really nice – just really nice, smart plays on that defense. Like I'm not like when I looked at the when I look at the 13 second drive, it's like okay, cool. Like 13 second drive, but the fact that they had two timeouts is what put them in that position, right? They needed 50 yards. The Bills were going to play deep because they're not going to let anybody beat them. So you just Caleb, throw for 20 Caleb. yard, two 20 yard pass down the it field. Was, yes, it was they went they went 44 yards in three plays in 13 seconds to tie the game. And I'll tell you who's happiest. The Chiefs won. Harrison Bucker. Harrison Bucker missed a field goal before halftime, yeah. and he missed an extra point. I don't he care sucks. if it was cold. He's, I mean, uh, Romo called him. It was Romo Nance, right? That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. He said he was like the second best kicker behind he said, Tucker. Yeah, it said he was Tucker and Bucker. And I was like, well, that's a big claim. And then Bucker backs it up by uh, It worked out. It worked out. Missing yeah. a, a kick, but anyway, Caleb. 
it, it's it's just to me what this game shows is I mean these are the two kings in in the AFC right now. Um, I mean you know Buffalo is going to retweak. You know Kansas City's got that offense, Bryce. And again, this was a team that I think you know we were kind of wanting to see this explosion that we're so used to from Kansas City. That was on display in this game. Best two offenses the in the game. Yeah, you can make that argument. I mean, it, 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 when you have that, like, I, I mean, what can you do if you're the Bills? You lost by you lost by six points, and I think you played really well. Um, you know, maybe a couple, uh, you know, clock things. But I mean, that's just that's. <laughs> I mean, I can't really fault them too bad here. No, you can't. But I mean, no. you have to question the McDermott decision not to squib the kick. That I was just gonna say, Bryce McDermott, who by the way looks like yeah. your dad, Bryce. He kind of looks like your dad. Yeah, he does a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> kind of looks like Sean Chen. That's that's fair. Uh, coached coached perfect game, but to your point, Bryce, his only mistake turned out to be fatal. You know, not squibbing the kick. I mean, think about that. That takes probably what another. Three or four Three seconds. Three to four Three seconds to four off, seconds. right? Yeah. So maybe, I mean, you saw – here's the thing. Like, Zach, I get where you're coming from with, with crediting Reed uh, or, or Caleb, you might have credited Reed. I have the a thing take is, on is Reed in a little bit. We – I don't know if you guys – I know Zach did, but Caleb, did you see the clip of Travis Kelsey on the sideline before that drive? No. So he had scripted the whole – the entire drive before they went out there. He told Tyreek Hill on that first catch, hey, um, go inside. I'm going to get in the way of your guy. You're going to catch it and just run. Okay. And then Travis Kelsey, as soon as, tra- as soon as Hill gets down, he's calling the timeout. Then, wow. then while, during that timeout, he tells Patrick Mahomes, hey, Pat, um, if they're going to play like that, that my seam is wide open. So, and, and as, as Patrick Mahomes is getting ready to snap the ball, he's yelling at Kelsey, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Hikes the ball, throws it right down the seam, and then Travis Kelsey gets up and calls a timeout. If you haven't seen it, just go to the NFL's Dude, Twitter account. Wow. Seriously. And wow. it's there. It, it's, wow. it's pretty epic. I mean, that just shows wow. you the, the, uh, the level of IQ that we, we give Patrick Mahomes a lot of credit for his vision and his IQ, but Travis Kelsey, <laughs> I think he, he plays into that. So I don't even Absolutely. know if that was play calls. I think it was a lot of just ad-libbing, like just get down the field as far as we can, as fast as we can. Mm. So, I mean, it was incredible, incredible. And, and Kansas City as a whole, I mean, they look like typical Kansas City. And, and Caleb, our McKinnon take age extremely well. McKinnon yes, was awesome, dude. He was I awesome. I, I know Edwards Hilaire picked up yards, but here's the thing: oh, is it. they were they were delayed handoffs where the lanes were already open. You know, like Clyde. Was expecting it. No. <laughs> we're not we're not Clyde fans. We're not we're not big Clyde fans. Listen, on, on oh yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Clyde had a bad year, but it, listen, it's year two for Clyde, and if he's your backup running back, Bruh, he was supposed to be he was a first round pick. I understand. I understand. I understand. But it's his second year. He had a tough year. Uh, if Clyde's your backup running back, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty Zach, good. I'm with you guys on McKinnon. McKinnon was awesome. McKinnon's Zach, awesome. Zach, you love comparisons, right? Yes, and you love them. Like comparisons. Okay. He was compared to be Brian Westbrook. Okay, oh, stop. That's, oh, that's, that's awful. I don't know who that did that, the but they should be fired. Right? 
Cody they should be Oddly enough, me and Bryce talked about Brian Westbrook at work today. <laughs> he would age <laughs> extremely well in this yeah, yeah, Dude, Brian Westbrook, one of the OG <laughs> be cool awesome. threat running backs. Favorite. Andy Reid, him, him what he did with Brian Westbrook and Shady McCoy, Kareem Hunt. Phenomenal. Charles. Phenomenal. 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 And I guarantee he would have figured out a way to use DeMarco Murray on like his successor, Chip Kelly. I have a take on Reed. I have a take on Reed. Okay, well, I have a take on Reed. Andy Reed. Okay, number one. I don't think this is totally outlandish. Okay. Bel- okay. First off, Bill Belichick is the best coach of our lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Number two is Andy Reid. I think. I don't think it's. No, uh, I buy really, that. I don't think it's really. I'll buy that. I mean, who else? Who else are you gonna put there? Andy Reid only one Super Bowl. Only one, but he's been to three. Uh. The ones, the one he lost with the Eagles is very close. Last year, not so much. Um, I'm picking him to go to his fourth Super Bowl this year. Oh, we're already getting into picks, dude. Come on, man. But Don't jump the gun. Here's here's my big take with Andy Reid. <laughs> He's the best coach in the NFL. He's the best coach in the NFL. Andy Reid. That's that's a that's a claim. That's it. I don't. But I again, I don't. I don't hate I don't it. Hate it. I just think it's. I just. You could make a strong case. I, I would. I would. There's a couple guys. Make a case in his tenure with Kansas City. He's only missed the playoffs Sean Payton. once. Sean Payton doesn't make it for you. Absolutely not. We'll get to him later. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry about Brable. Don't you worry about Mr. Michael Vrabel. McVay's got a chance. McVay's got a chance. McVay's a, a very good McVay's chance. McVay's got a great chance. Uh, look, and of course, you could can... say Belichick, but I think nowadays no. that's based on legacy. Yeah. You could say Mc, I would accept McVeigh. I would accept uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. That's probably it. Lafleur. I'd probably go Lafleur. Lafleur. Yeah. Lafleur. I like Sean Payton before he resigned. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about we'll talk oh, about man. that as well. Yeah. yeah. A- I mean, it's it's a this game in general. The back and forth of this game is exactly what the NFL wants: high level offensive play. That's what fans the refs, want. The refs not getting in the freaking way. Uh, oh this this was this was exactly this was exactly what they wanted. It was a perfect nightcap, uh, you know. From the Bills' perspective, I do not think that they're going to go away. I think they will come stronger. Um, I think this is a game that only helps them uh, and moves them forward. Uh, from the Kansas City side, obviously, they will uh, play the Cincinnati Bengals, which we will get into their game later. Uh, but man, uh, just a terrific game all around. And and, and next up, uh, the game I'm going to go backwards. So we did Bills, Chiefs, we're going to go Rams, Buccaneers. Uh, Rams go 30 to 27 over Tampa. And how it happened is the part that everybody is kind of just in awe about, right? The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were getting absolutely destroyed by the Rams at one point being up 27 to six in the game. All of a sudden Tampa Bay gets back into it in the second half, makes it a competitive game, ties the game up at 27 apiece before Matthew Stafford on zero blitz coverage throws a dime <laughs> to Cooper cup dime put them in the field goal range. And then Matt Gay, the former Tampa Bay kicker, that's right. The field goal in front of their face and told their actual kicker to <laughs> suck it up because his last name is suck up. Look, when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to the buck, when it comes to this game, um, 
the Rams got it done. Zach, the Rams got it done 30 to 27. Uh, you know, kind of what did you see from the Rams victory over Tampa? Well, Caleb, you and I have been big Rams guys for the past. Two Absolutely. Seasons. Can't say the same for Bryce. No, this year he has. I have to say this that. year he has. This year he has. Because they fixed the problem. They fixed the problem. They fixed the problem. But Caleb, you and I were on board with the Rams even yes. when Mr. Goff was just a joke and you all paid for it. You all paid for it. Sure. Uh, I'm going to save my big question later for this game, but the Stafford trade wasn't validated already. It totally is now because I think they're going to beat the Niners. In fact, I think they're going to throttle the Niners and go to the Super Bowl and play the Chiefs. Again, we're doing picks before. Like, what is this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just amateur hour. Amateur hour. I want a 2018 Monday night rematch, but with a good quarterback on the Rams this time. That's what I want. That's what I want. (laughs) Well, Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, Tom Brady. I think he's going to retire after this game. Wow. Um, uh, Okay. He's going to be 45 at the start of next season. Um. The cap situation, me and Bryce were talking about the cap situation for the Buccaneers. Not great. At work today. <laughs> Not great. Not great. It's it's actually atrocious. And it doesn't allow a lot of flexibility. And I think Bruce Arians looked like he was checked out the whole game. Anytime they I, cut I to Bruce Arians, it looked like he was thinking about what drive through he was going to go through after the game. Because he he just mm. he had no interest. No interest. What was going hey, that's on a on tough question, though. Where am I going to eat after this game? It's tough a very question. tough question. Tough question. Very tough question. I mean, I ask myself that every Friday after work. Where am I going? Yeah, that is true. Out loud, actually. So, <laughs> but but Arians, but but Arians, in my opinion, um, has to look in the mirror, Bryce. Uh, to me, he he, he was out coached, out schemed, uh, out disciplined. Uh, he 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 had no business. Uh, going up against a guy like McVay, and and you knew heading into this game that when you when you're talking about the Rams and the Bucks, the Rams have beat you. They have beat you multiple times. Last times they meet, they have made it look easy on you. And then Bruce Arians comes in, and it doesn't seem like they're adjusting anything. I mean, the fact of the matter is, how in the absolute heck are you calling zero blitz coverage dead in the freaking game? Fact of the well, matter. Let me let I me mean, just are you, uh... are you stupid? <laughs> Let me let me let me go with that. So Todd Bowles just put out the worst job interview to get back to head coach <laughs> on the planet. Honestly, um, well, uh, apparently apparently Byron Leftwich did enough uh, to to make. It sounds uh, like he's going to land the please. Jazz job please let me get my two cents in on Byron Leftwich later. So, please. <laughs> uh, but as far as like the Rams go, right? I mean, this is this was a near flawless game until they got to the fourth quarter. We yeah. saw some very uncharacteristic mistakes. I mean, they had a total of four lost fumbles in this game. Cooper Cup, who doesn't fumble, um, got ripped. Cam Akers had two fumbles. I I will I will give him a pass for now. I will not give Sean McVay a pass for this, though. His first fumble was very, very close. It was close, but you still fumbled the football. Why did you get away from Sony Michelle? One yeah, carry for four yeah, yards. Right. Why? Why? Right. Like I get, I, like I get Cam Akers as your guy, like 24 carries, but dude, Michelle can handle his own. He's a physical runner. Like, I, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Matthew, it, what it came down to is Matthew Stafford saved the day. 
He dropped an absolute dime piece to the best wide receiver in the game right now. Wow. Um, I mean, it, it, Cooper Cup just did him. He's the best receiver in the game. Odell was good this game as well. Wow. Higby had a good game as well. Griffith. Higby did. Tyler Higby. I counted three receptions. Four. You're you're right. Four. Four. Four for 51 yards. That's Zach's Higby. not a big Higby guy for the no, out there. He's I'm not a very big Tyler Higby fan. Higby, baby. Bryce likes oh, Higby great. a lot. I look Aaron look, Donald was awesome too. You can have Higby. Well, and, and the other part, you know, Zach, I'm curious to hear your opinion on is the Rams dominance in the trenches. You oh. know, this was a team, especially the defensive line mauling Tampa Bay's mm-hmm. offensive line. And mm-hmm. the fact is the Rams offensive line, which has been heavily criticized because of the lack of play actually held up against the Tampa defensive line. How did you think of the LA Rams, a team that has been fairly criticized for their trenches going out against Tampa doing that? Offensively, it was unbelievable because they're missing Whitworth. They're missing Whitworth who Rose Boom was awesome for them. Probably the best lineman they have, Andrew Whitworth. Yes, he was, Bryce. He was awesome. Yeah, he was. Uh, And they held their own. I mean, I can't – I don't know how many sacks exactly. I didn't seem like a lot. Two. Two. Matthew Stafford was sacked twice. And it didn't seem like, uh, you know, they were able to run the ball. Akers fumbled a couple times, but that wasn't – That's not the line's fault. not the line's fault. Uh, They were able to run it very well. Stafford had a lot of time, especially on the final – drive where he dropped the dime piece to Cooper cup best receiver in the game. Uh, Oh, we got two votes, Caleb. And listen, listen on the other side for their trenches, Aaron Donald's going to do what he does. Absolutely dominated a decimated bucks. O-line injured center. No worfs. How does that that make you feel Tampa? Huh? Go ask Kansas city. Why don't you go ask them from last year? Go ask. How's that feel? How's that feel? Yeah, Tom Brady, your lip get a little bloody. Get a little bloody. Get cry to Sean. Yeah. Because Sean he was getting eaten alive by Von Miller. Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Listen, you can double Aaron Donald all you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter, Todd Bowles. It doesn't matter. Or not Todd Bowles, Leftwich. Acting like you're calling the plays. Listen, with the offensive side of the Rams trenches, it's not very hard to block in Dominican Sue nowadays. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Listen, this-, <laughs> this is one of my this is my first evisceration of the night. There's gonna be a couple of these. Okay, go ahead. In Dominican Sue. <laughs> this guy. Oh, uh, this could have been said three or four years ago. Just just retire. Just retire. <laughs> Brighton newsflash in Dominican Sue. You're not gonna be missed. You're not gonna be missing the slightest. You made no impact on this game. Uh, you're probably the. You have no sportsmanship, none. That goes without saying. You stole money from the Miami Dolphins, who were big schmucks enough to give you. I don't even remember what the final number was on that contract. It was like four. It was a lot. Hundred seventeen mil or something. I think it was hundred seventeen. Yeah. But you know, at that point in time, the Dolphins were hiring Adam Gase. For their head coaching job, uh, they clearly had no idea. What uh, they were doing. Uh, and like I said, leaves no impact on the game. When you boil it down, yes, he made the all-decade team, but he hasn't done shit since he left the Lions. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. So I don't know what your beef is with Matt Stafford and Navikinsu. In fact, he carried you. 
He's in fact he carries you. He's the only reason you were ever in the playoffs with the Detroit Lions. He's well, well, and, oh my and, God, and Dominican Sue, your most famous play is uh, stomping Evan Dietrich Smith into the turf. <laughs> the second most famous play is uh, kicking Matt Schaub in the ball sack. That's <laughs> you have no impact on the game. Please retire. Quit stealing money from these organizations that are dumb enough to sign your ass. Retire. Well, and, and Bryce, I mean, from the Bucks' perspective, you know, you, you mentioned the cap is a mess. They, they're going to have a really tough time re-signing guys, getting guys back into the fold. I mean, are you of the belief that Brady's done? I think it's heading that way. I mean, Byron Leftwich is leaving, which I don't know that that's not like an ultimate deal breaker, but he's leaving, right? Um, everyone gets a year much. older. Um, you know, you don't know what Chris Godwin's going to be coming off an injury like that. I would assume he'll be fine. Uh, Gronk doesn't seem real interested in playing anymore, but the thing about Gronk is he's going to retire when Brady retires. Let's not play the game or kid ourselves. Okay. That's an absolute joke of a storyline and I hate it with every bone in my body. Um, yeah, the caps a mess. Cameron Brate's making way too much money. We looked that up today. That's Cameron an embarrassment. Did he even see the field? Did he even see the Very field rare. on Sunday? I don't He's know. Get... Like, lightning just doesn't – you can't keep a good team going like that for a long period of time, right? right okay, yeah. I don't think this is New England. I don't think that's a situation no. like that. So we've seen monstrosities of teams, like, crumble in a couple years, and I think this is where this Tampa Bay team is heading. So – I could see him being done. Giselle's going to have a big say in it, obviously. Yeah. I yeah, Giselle. I, um, I, you know, Brady says, you know, I think it's getting to the point where I need to spend time with my kids. Yeah. You, you, you don't, you don't say you're 45 years old. Right. Pretty soon. You're not going to be able to, you know, get up and throw the football with your kids. So uh, yeah, man, I, I think it's a good time for him to step away from the game. I, I think, I think that he should step away. Um, I, I think Tom Brady's now winning another Super Bowl. Uh, uh, no matter what team he plays, I don't care. Um, I, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, are, have basically they've they've done what they've needed to do in terms of they were able to accomplish what they needed to accomplish with getting that Super Bowl title. Uh, they were able to get uh, that step they needed. But as far as I'm concerned, I, I think this is the end of Tampa. Too much money. Too much money invested. Too much team. Too much invested in the current moment. And 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 I just think at this point uh, that NFC South is wide open, and and that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Zach, go ahead. Well, I have a Rams question. Yeah, go ahead. Involving Cooper Cup. Okay. Cooper Cup, who me and Bryce both think is the best this season, at least, best receiver in the league. Yeah. Why is he, especially after this weekend? Yeah. When. The two favorites for MVP were convincingly knocked out. Why is Cooper Cup not the runaway favorite for the most valuable player? I've been saying that all season. Why? Well, I, I, it's it's the unfortunate nature of the league and how they want to shift that award it's to a, a quarterback award. If Aaron Rodgers is MVP, he should be able to beat Jimmy Garoppolo. If uh, Tom Brady is the MVP... He should be able to beat the Rams. They should be able to beat the Rams at home. I, I mean, they, they really home. should have. The, and this, Cooper Cup, 
Yeah. Clutch. Two clutch catches near the end of the game. Massive catches. The catch to win the game. 183 yards. 183. And this is why the MVP needs to be considered going into the postseason. Because you need to see who's left. You need to see who's left. Yeah. Who well yeah. and who impacts their team? Who wills them to victory? Cooper Cup is willing this team to victory. I mean, yes. he right. had right. he had the seventy yard touchdown. He caught the 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 over the shoulder rainbow catch to set up the game winning field goal. Yeah, I mean that, that's as clutch as clutch gets. Yeah, I don't it know. Is. I don't know what else you need to see. I mean, this guy well, almost had two thousand yards receiving in the regular season, double digit yeah. touchdowns. He won the triple crown in receiving. Hasn't been done since two thousand five when Steve Smith did it. Triple crown receiving, for those who don't know. You led the league in receptions, touchdowns, and receiving yards. He's Super Cup did it. Yeah. Did it. Calvin Johnson never did it. Larry Fitzgerald never did it. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Uh, no, I think he did. I think he probably did it. I think uh, he did. But uh, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss. But in our recent lifetime, the, the point, the, the, you know, I, you're, in our recent lifetime, that has not happened. And I, I mean, when you are. You know, and the part the that teams in the NFC title me, game, they're probably going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to not going to win the MVP. They're going to make the Super Bowl. Um, uh, Bryce, I, I, I'd be curious to see what you think about this as well. I think Les Leach should win executive of the year. Um, the moves well, that they've yeah. made, especially oh. if you get to the Super Bowl, um, yeah. have has have a legitimate uh, impact, in my opinion, if they get there. And, you know, this is a team that has really gone in on this mentality to win all in. And, and, and they've done that. I mean, right. You know, Zach, I mean, we haven't had you on, uh, for much of the Odell Beckham talk, but I mean, we know what Baker Mayfield did. Baker Mayfield sucked. He's a horrible quarterback. Much He's not a starting happiness. quarterback. And Odell Beckham is it killed it with the he he's killing it. He looks awfully good with the Rams. He's yeah. making big plays with the Rams, which is completely helping out the coverage that Cooper Cup is getting. And you know, in my personal opinion, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not deserve to win that game when you consider the fact that they decided to leave Cooper Cup man to man. Yeah, at the end of the dude. game on zero blitz coverage. I mean, I genuinely dude. believe Todd not get another <laughs> coaching job after that. Todd Bowles should not have a head coaching job uh, in this in this next coaching search. Well, yeah, and, I mean, and, you, we killed Greg Williams. We, we killed Greg Williams when he did it uh, right, right. on the Jets against the Raiders. And, the, right. and he hit rugs on that. Uh, well, rest in peace, rugs. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. That's curious. I don't know why you would call something like that. That's just foolish. It's I mean, foolish. Literally, like it's the best quarterback against the blitz all season. Right, every and rating suggests that's that's a a thing of, of just boneheaded, mindless. I, I don't. It's bad. It's bad. It's arrogance. Wrong. It's arrogance too. It's oh, we have one of the best defenses. I'm doing this because it's going to work. Well, guess what? It didn't. Yes. And he lost. At there was home. a lot of low IQ plays in this game from both teams. That was Levante the David. Levante David slamming Levante your Levante David and Dominican Sue. I mean, if you have a Dominican Sue on your team, you have to. Bra- Brady, uh, you know, screaming Brady, yeah, at Sean Hockley. Yeah. I mean, yeah. literally, Cooper Cup, the only guy. Who is capable of beating you? And the, my God, the Bucks secondary. What an awful game. What, what an, an awful, awful secondary. Game. What an awful secondary and what an awful game <laughs> for that unit. The only reason the Bucks were able to get back into this game is because the Rams let them. The Rams I agree. mistakes I agree. let the Bucks back in the game. Rams the Bucks mistakes. did nothing themselves to yep. get back in the game. I agree. I agree. Which is a- usually how it goes when Tom Brady's involved. I mean, I- not to not to get biased. 
Not to have my Colts fan <laughs> self come out, but that's what happens. Brady, you're not wrong. The great ones just get these breaks, and they get, he he gets them all the time. He got him. He didn't get enough this week. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is not getting a break from me. The Packers lost thirteen to ten in Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers, you need to own up for your mistakes, and you need to own up for what you've been this season. A quarterback, and honestly, your career. A quarterback oh. that's put up great statistics and has failed to do so in the postseason when it matters. Rodgers, as far as I'm concerned, has talk. been absolutely – it is absolutely ridiculous. You were the number one seed in the NFC. You were a team that everybody thought had a chance, and you crapped it to the San Francisco 49ers, who you and your mother – can't even tell me who their starting secondary is. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, everything about Aaron Rodgers showed in this game for me. Everything. Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust any receiver. And he doesn't put trust in any receiver. He's a bad, as far as I'm concerned, I question his leadership. His leadership was a joke in this game. His leadership was, his leadership was, there was nothing about this game that was, there was nothing about this game that makes sense. Aaron Rodgers with the last two times of the game sits there and goes, I can only find Devontae Adams. Even though I have receivers wide open for 15 to 20 yards down the field, I'm only going to go to Devontae Adams. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. And the whole defense is going to recognize that. And you know what? It worked because you didn't score your last two drives. And if you're the National Football League MVP, don't give me the junk about bad special teams. Overcome it. It's pretty bad. Overcome it. It was bad, though. And and not to mention the fact that all Green Bay has done is is, is to appease you, to make you happy. They've said, what can we do to make you happy? What can we do to make you sign an extension? Let's go trade up for Wash Randall Cobb. By the way, he played like nothing. He, he was nothing. He was nothing for this team all season. That was bad. He had one good game the, all season. The Green Bay, the Green Bay pay, he, he sat there and, and, and he's like, well, I want the ball in my hands. I want the ball in my hands. Don't kick a field goal. Don't kick a field goal in big games. How about you let me take it? Well, where were you when it mattered? Again, at home. Choking it again. The Green Bay Packers need to move on from this. They need to move on from this. This is an era that needs to be done. It needs to be done. Devontae Adams needs to be – honestly, I think that to be smart to just move on from that era because all all Aaron Rodgers is right now is a cancer. <clears throat> Zach, oh, I'll start Lord. with you. Yes, I'm going to follow that up with perhaps yeah, what, what do you got left to say? What do you got best, left to say? Oh, I have plenty left to say. Go ahead. Man. On Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> all right. I think this is one of the best rants I've ever put together. Okay. Okay. I spent a solid 10 minutes putting this together at, at work today. Aaron Rodgers has perhaps the best wide receiver in the NFL. He has a top five or seven running back in the NFL. Yep. And a solid backup running back at that. Correct. Sir, you are billed as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Correct. Figure it out. Figure it out. You can't beat Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) You can't be Jimmy. You're you're winless against the 49ers in the playoffs. Real quick, real quick. Oh, and five. The, the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that he has lost to. Oh, I heard this list. Eli Colin Manning. Kaepernick. 
Oh. Matt Ryan, <laughs> Tom Brady, one time, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, here you go. This is a this is the funniest part of it all. He acts like this is some sorry situation with no hope. What did I just say? You have Devontae Adams. You have Aaron Jones. You have a solid line led by Heard David mention Bak- A David good Bakhtiari. defense. Not to mention a Bakhtiari solid- didn't play. Bakhtiari didn't play. I don't care. Great, He's still a great on the defense. team. And yes, a solid yeah. defense with two of the most talented defensive players in the league. Yes. Uh, Alexander and, uh, and Smith. Smith. Yes. Both Shut Smiths, up. really. Both Smiths. You bitched and you moaned and got Mike McCarthy fired a few seasons ago. Mike McCarthy, who? Say what well, you want about that, him. That, that panned out well. Say what you want about him. Mike McCarthy, before Aaron Rodgers took the helm, went to an NFC Championship game with Brett Favre. Almost won. Not his fault. Brett Favre's going to do Brett Favre things and throw interceptions. And that's what he did. But you got Mike McCarthy fired. They hire this awesome head coach, Matt right. LaFleur, who has your stamp of approval. He comes in and quickly proves himself as an Quickly. awesome head coach, an awesome offensive mind. Correct. Unanimous approval around the yep. league. Yet you're unable to weather the storm against Jimmy Garoppolo twice. <laughs> if you remember in 2019, they lost to Jimmy Garoppolo in the 49ers in the NFC title game. It's Same bad. thing here, except they lose to him around earlier. And you're the number one seed. If I'm not mistaken, the number one overall seed in the NFL playoffs at home. As the one seed, all you had to do was score 14 points, two touchdowns, and you win the game. You win the game. All you had to do, you have not won a Super Bowl in 12 seasons. Joke. In 12 seasons, you've and you have had some damn good teams. You've had some damn good teams. And the NFC hasn't had a lead horse. The closest thing they've had to a lead horse in the last decade was the Seahawks, just because they went to two straight Super Bowls. Other than that, not a single team in the NFC not a single team. has gone back-to-back to the Super Bowl. Okay? So figure it out. Your build is one of the goats, and here's what's going to happen. He's going to leave. Uh, he's probably going to go to Denver or us, is my guess. And it's a joke because there's plenty of quarterbacks in this league who would kill for a chance to go play for Green Bay. You can make a case the most historical franchise in the NFL. Yeah. With two of the most talented offensive players in the in the league, <clears throat> and uh, probably the most famous stadium in the league, and you're not going to do it because you'd rather. I I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. This is just an embarrassing moment. Probably the worst loss for Aaron Rodgers. I think it's second only to the Seattle collapse. And oh boy. I think it's. I think well, that's the only loss that compares to this one. It's embarrassing for Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be on the Packers next year. He's done with the Packers. I have I think to think he's. I, I think it's embarrassing for him. It's embarrassing for him. Right. He has a lot to prove. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to say a quick word on Aaron Rodgers, and then I'm going to bounce over to the to the Niners. Yeah. Um, I think with that, is it weird that Pat McAfee has? a very large poll like, like, so Aaron Rodgers, you know, came onto his show, you know, yesterday yeah, and he's wearing blue. Okay. Pat McAfee right off the bat. Oh, Hey Aaron, you look, you look pretty good in blue. 
Pat McAfee later goes on to say that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next Colts quarterback. I don't think he's lying. And now I don't look too foolish, do I? I don't look too foolish. I made this prediction. It's always been a possibility. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It is an intriguing possibility. Okay. Um, but this this game, back to this game, this game will be known as the block game. The blocked punt yes. that Seattle scored on, or that San Francisco scored on, and basically essentially won the game. Essentially won the game. Um Alex Burr, you need to shove it absolutely on Kyle Shanahan. You absolutely need to shove it. You told me, you told me that the the Dallas game was basically a fluke that they're the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is going to do Dallas. So, okay, fine. You said, oh, let's see him beat a legitimate team. Okay, how about that? How about a thirteen and three number one seed in the frozen tundra of Green Bay? How about that against one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? How about that? Well, is that good enough for you? And here, and I'll tell you how, how Kyle Shanahan did it. He didn't need to score many points. No, he didn't. What he, what he did is he put the ball in the hands of his playmakers. Like he has been to get him into the playoffs and to win that first playoff game. He got in the hands of Elijah Mitchell and he got in the hands of, of uh, Debo Samuel. Yeah. And George Kittle. Yeah. Right. Jimmy G is going to game manage the heck out of any game that he's in. And uh, Zach, Zach made a good point today. Right, you just have to expect a Jimmy G interception. Just go into the game, that's just knowing that you're going to be. You have to factor it into your right, game you, plan. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the thing. This this San Francisco defense, like they're like it's not the greatest in the world, but they're healthy. Right, Nick Bosa, two sacks. Elite. Eric Armstead, two sacks. Yeah, two tackles right. for losses. Right. Um, Samson Ibukam, former Ram, a sack and a tackle for loss. Okay. Um, I thought Jimmy Ward played outstanding in this game. I yeah. thought he was really good. Fred Warner was good. Um, I still don't think he's the best linebacker in the league. That's still Darius Leonard. Stop. Please miss me on the Fred Warner is better than Darius Leonard. Stop, he's please. Award. Please. Okay. But th- this is just, San Francisco. Th- this is how they have to win to, com- to continue to advance. They have to make the game ugly. Yeah. And they have to grind it out. They have to ground out every single yard. And that's exactly what they did. And they got to hope for, for some uh, out of the ordinary play from time to time. And yeah. they got it with the block punt. They got it with the block punt and they got it because Aaron Rodgers doesn't finish in the playoffs. I, I mean, when you, Good when for you, San Francisco, I mean, it's, 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 yes. it's fine for it's, I'm not, I don't want to take away what San Francisco's doing. No, I'm, no, I'm you the, shouldn't. You need to get the up. Good for what I am doing. Good for Garoppolo. Uh, what because I am he's doing. been, he's been in trade rumors for the yes. last year and a half. And he has this guy behind him who was drafted to take his job. And, all this dude, this dude just plays. Garoppolo just plays, and he went out there and won the game. Well, I think he's a starter. He'll probably get traded to be a starter next year. I mean, he's he's obviously given himself that, uh, at least given himself another year. As fun a fact. Fun fact about Jimmy G. A coworker uh, was around, went to a college in around her town. Said he's a fun partier. Yeah, she's she a did fun say that. Well, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Can party to- hard. Jimmy, Jimmy needs to enjoy it while he can. It's the San Francisco quarterback before he gets into some awful coaching situation and he's not a good quarterback because it, it's not going to work out well. Zach, go ahead. I got a side note. Uh, I told Bryce about this. Another Packers player I want to uh, throw some shade at. Mason Crosby, just retire. Oh, please. come on. Come retire. on. No, he retire. You suck. He doesn't you suck. Retire. Hey, what about Robbie Gold? What about Robbie Gold still kicking? Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold's legend. Doing what he should have done in a Bears uniform three years ago. 
Yes. Hitting oh. a game-winning kick. Okay. Yes. In a playoff right. game. Yes. By the I way, got- Josh Norman was on Devontae Adams at some points. Why are we not attacking his ass? Well, no, they did. They did. He they was did. actually he actually came off the bench because one of their starting DBs got hurt. He came Josh. in and he de- no, he deflected a pass. <laughs> he deflected a pass. Aaron Rodgers threw it at Devontae Adams and Josh Norman defended then it that's perfectly. That's an even bigger indictment on Aaron Rodgers. You know good. what? It was Aaron... excellent defense. <laughs> it was. It was good. It was like it was. It was. You know, uh, uh, Washington football team. Josh Norman. Aaron, go, 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 host Jeopardy, please, please. I don't want to hear I, your mouth anymore. Well, here, here's the thing for me, right? You know, wherever he's going to go, he's going to complain. What's he going to complain about the Colts? Is he going to complain about? Is he going to complain about the offensive line not being healthy? He can't. You know, the Colts not investing it. Or, 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 or what else? Are they, or what else are they going to do? You're going to complain about the defense not being good or the special teams not being good instead of just being a great quarterback. The not great quarterbacks in the that. NFL. The great quarterbacks, the get it done. of the world, the Peyton Mannings of the world, did not sit there and criticize a unit of their football team and say, that's the reason that I lost. They took the loss and they put it in their hands. Drew Brees never did that. Never, never. did it. The year they lost to the Vikings, he could have easily been like, yeah, that was an awful move by our defense to not just tackle digs. But, but you know he what? Didn't do it. He didn't, he didn't do, do, it. do it. Because that's what you should do. He never complained to the front office, ever. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, as far as I'm concerned, is taking a gigantic tumble uh, down my uh, – we'll, we'll take a gigantic tumble down my quarterback rankings at the start of the next offseason. It was an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous performance from the Packers. Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, um, I, I – uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm close to making this take. I'm close to being on the record and locking this take in Do about it. Aaron Rodgers not winning another Super Bowl. Oh, I'll book that all day. I will book that all day, Caleb. Well, you're not going to say that if he's on the Colts. So let's move on to the next discussion with the Bengals <laughs> no and the Titans. With the Bengals and the Titans. Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals with 19-16. Yes, yes, more annihilations. Yes, the number one seed the AFC yes, is out. Yes. Cincinnati moves on. So, Zach, I know you have plenty to say about one particular side in this game. Oh, and yes, I, I got yes. some stuff to say, too. Okay, yes. well, let's have Zach uh, But first and foremost, I, I have an apology. <laughs> I have an apology. Oh. You guys apologized to this man last week. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to okay. apologize to him now. Welcome in. Uh, yeah. Miss, M- Coach Zach Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach yeah, absolutely. Taylor. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I think, I think he should win Coach of the Year. I think Zach Taylor should win Coach of the Year. You go 2-14 and 14 in your first season. Last season, uh, poor roster construction leads to totally. your prized quarterback getting hurt and being out for the season. This season, you finally have some talent. And what is he doing? He's making the most of it. Absolutely. Making the most of it. He's in the AFC title game. He was the head coach of a Bengals team that won their first playoff game in 31 years. So, And now they've won two. And now they've won two, and they're one game away from the Super Bowl. Biggest one of them all. Biggest one of them all. But uh, on to my victim. Go ahead. My, My victim. Mr. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel uh, comes from a cheating family, comes from the New England Patriots <laughs> coaching tree. Uh, so he's very used to bending the rules to his favor. Didn't work today. Didn't work on Didn't work on uh, Saturday. Mike Vrabel, the most fraudulent head coach working right now <laughs> in the NFL. And it's not close. Mike Vrabel, the number one seed in the AFC, 
uh, you're the biggest beneficiary of Andrew Luck's retirement. If Andrew Luck had not retired, you probably would have been fired two years ago. So I hope you're sending flowers uh, and, uh, you know, whatever. Thank you cards to Andrew Luck's house, because if it wasn't for that guy retiring, you would be in the unemployment line right now. He's in for a rude awakening next season, because I have a couple takes here. Number one, I think Derrick Henry will never be back to what he was. I, I just don't think you take the you can't be what he was with a metal plate in your foot. You just, well, I, yeah, I mean it's the deterioration of a running back, right? It starts with one injury and it only it only gets worse. It only gets that. worse. Yes. And it's it's the it's the Titans' fault for his injury because they don't have a quarterback. They ran him into the ground <laughs> and he was their offense for two and a half years, and now yeah. it's over. I over. think it's over. I think it's over. Uh, he's going to pay for it next year because he's going to have to run an offense through Ryan Tannehill. Okay? Um, newsflash. Not going to work. Just ask the Dolphins for eight seasons. Julio Jones, here's the take, needs to retire. Oh, Julio Jones. I agree with that. I Julio agree Jones, that. past he's, two years, yeah. injuries have eaten him alive. Eaten it's very alive. sad to watch. He's yeah. one of my favorite players ever. Yeah, uh, I thought he was the best receiver, not named for a Calvin couple Johnson years. of couple the, years of the 2010s row. decade. Yeah. yeah, he was great. Yeah, I thought he was awesome. Um, look at his stats; they're all there. They're all there. all there. One of the great Super Bowl performances of all time, Julio Jones. Yeah. Um, but as for the Titans, I think this team as a whole is done. I think they're cooked. I think Mike Vrabel is on the clock, two years max before he gets fired. Derrick Henry was a non-factor in this game. His only meaningful play was on a direct snap on the goal line, uh, which I thought was an iffy call in the first place, but whatever. Tannehill was garbage. Uh, here's a couple stats on Tannehill. The first stat, the most important stat, four years, $118 million. That's what he did. <laughs> uh, billed as a top 10 quarterback. I don't know who is billing that. Probably the same people who funded this bullshit movie, Moonfall. It's about to come out. <laughs> Uh, Why are we talking about Moonfall? Because Moonfall sucks. If you go see Moonfall, you're a schmuck. (laughs) And you probably root for the Texans or the Jets. Uh, Tennessee paid for three. They they paid $180 million for three brutal interceptions and a 66.7 QBR. Only to have this man get outplayed by a second year. I don't care if it's Joe Joe Burrow. I I agree. I thought the same thing. Yeah. In his second ever playoff game, convincingly outplayed. Convincingly. He didn't throw for any touchdowns. The one interception, quote unquote, interception he threw was bullshit. Yeah, that was not on him. I mean, that, that goes was against on every line. Goes against every. <laughs> well, and it catch. wasn't even an interception. Yeah, it, it hit no, the ground. It goes against every catch rule we've been told for the past stupid. 15 years. It's so it was stupid. literally touching the grass. Variable bending the rules, taking your L. Well, that's typical. But. You know, yeah. the Tennessee Titans are done. They're done. And if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Colts next year, even if Russell Wilson goes to the Colts next year, even if Derek Carr goes to the Colts next year, you're done. If the you're Colts done. upgrade a quarterback, the Titans are done. The Titans are done. The Titans, Titans are done. And Trevor Lawrence is coming. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is coming. The ti- yeah. the Texans are not coming. They're actually going Mills back to Mills was the- fine. Mills was fine. No, he wasn't. Okay. No, always. Oh, okay. No, you no, no. But I won't that's do that. That, that's that my uh, 
And this is my last one. This actually has very little to do with the game itself, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw this quote from today. Les Miles. <laughs> Les Miles, a disgraced head coach, had a quote on Jamar Chase, who I believe is offensive rookie of the year. He, he will be. be. He will, he will be. be. Gotta be. Uh, he had a quote on Jamar Chase. Here it is. Or Jamar Chase on the quote that Les Miles told him. I could tell you, honestly, one of my best stories ever. Les Miles told me I couldn't play receiver when I was coming out of high school. <laughs> that was something I had on my shoulders growing up. Uh, Les and, Miles told me he thought I could play corner. I wasn't ready at receiver yet. I just yeah. kept focused. And then the following line is, LSU fired Les Miles in 2016. Yeah, and Orgeron well, took over and had zero issues with Chase as a receiver. <laughs> and he won a Should title. He, he won a title. He won a title for them <laughs> at, at Les Miles. You know, it's okay. All right. So here's my thing. Here's my thing on Tennessee. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I love. I love. You know, the Tennessee fan base chirping at the Colts fan base, especially on Twitter, like all season long, like crapping on Carson Wentz. Uh, which, all right, fine. And, and they laughed at us because we lost to Jacksonville, missed the playoffs. Okay, fine. Well, guess what Ryan Tannehill does in your first playoff game of the season as the number one seed <laughs> with home field advantage? He goes out there and throws an interception his very first pass of the game. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Ryan. And not to, mention, not to mention in the fourth quarter, he forces, forces a ball and it ends up becoming an interception. And yeah, then the Bengals yeah. capitalize off that and win the game. Yeah. How you like me now, Tennessee fan base. Enjoy well, Ryan Tannehill in that contract, as Zach said. <laughs> anyway, this is more about the Bengals winning. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I thought Joe Burrow, um, he got sacked nine times. Right. Usually when you get sacked nine times, bad things happen. But the thing is, is Cincinnati, were, they were able to limit their turnovers to only one, which it really shouldn't have even been one. If yep. we're being honest. Yeah, I agree. Turn the ball over three times. It's about possessions. It's it, you can sack people and stop drives, but it's about switching the drives as yeah. quickly as possible. Yeah. And the Bengals won that they, they were plus two on the turnover battle. And, and honestly, that's probably what the difference, that's the difference in this game. If Ryan Tannehill doesn't force that last ball in there and throws another ugly interception, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened. Maybe Tennessee wins this game. Maybe we're talking differently about this game. I don't know. But it wasn't the cleanest Cincinnati uh, offensive game. Joe Burrow was slinging it across the yard. Uh, I, I'll give him that. Ch- Jamar Chase, 109 yards. T. Higgins, 96 yards. Uh, C.J. Uzuma, 71 yards. Joe Mixon, 51 yards. Tyler Board, balance. 17 yards. Yeah, he was spreading the ball around. It was awesome. Um, good for Joe Shiesty. Good for Joe Shiesty. Yeah. I still claim him as an Ohio State Buckeye, and That's he claims himself as an Ohio State Buckeye. No, Go is. read the quotes, Griffith. Go read no. the quotes. No, who do you want He's to change? He's well, here's, here's, here's what I got to say, you know, about this game. I mean, obviously you got Burrow leading them to victory, but, you know, Tony Romo's wrong with Bucker being the second best kicker in the league. How about Evan dude, McPherson? Dude, man? McPherson. McPherson, automatic, dude. dude. dude that automatic. Okay. I don't know. What, okay. I honestly, I feel like the best McPherson. quote of the weekend is probably um, Andy Reid's to Patrick Mahomes, you know, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Okay. That's just cold. Okay. But, but for Evan McPherson to, yeah. to throw up a couple strokes and be like, yep, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game, dude. 
Dude, okay, sign that man to a lifetime contract right now. Immediately. He's really good. Immediately. 54. Dude is awesome. His longest of the day was 54 yards. He was 4-4 on field goals, one of one from extra points. 13 total points. He almost scored all of Cincinnati's points. I. It was uh, – and, and you know what? I mean, I get what you guys are saying for them not being able to put in six. But, you know, they were able to take advantage – I mean, the Titans were supposed to maul this team up front and, and and really maul this team up front to a point where the Bengals weren't going to be able to do anything. The Bengals were able to do something. That's a credit to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, as far as I'm concerned, has pushed himself in the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League. He he is, he is a, in a great position – you know, with this Cincinnati Bengal team to just have a terrific team here for the next yes. like 10 plus years. They, I think they got a chance to own the AFC North the next like five. The way that this that this game and this team showed about me is I don't understand how people can sit there and say that Ryan Tannehill should be the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans this season. Ryan Tannehill is not the answer. You're no. looking at a guy who is top 15, top 20 at best. When you're talking about him, he is not a top 10 quarterback. He's not close to that. The Tennessee Titans are going to need a top 10 quarterback for them to get back into a similar season that they had the last couple of years. The Titans also, in my opinion, cannot, you know, this was a defense that lost a lot of pieces. We're able to get some pieces back hit on Benito Autry and Bud Dupree, but you know, as they start to age, they start to not get that. They're, they're not defenses are going to be the same anymore. Um, I, I question whether they're going to really be able to stick together. And like, dude, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, Right. I mean, seriously, I just keep going back. It's like not that interception he threw to Mike Hilton is like the biggest joke I've ever seen from. It was all. <laughs> because, I mean, you you are giving you are giving the Cincinnati Bengals interception. Mike Hilton literally knew that play was coming at some point in the game. He was reading. He's trying to read it the entire time. He came up, made a huge play that put the Bengals in position. I mean, Ryan Tannehill at this point is about as predictable as a, of a quarterback as anybody in the league. He, 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 and, and it's a joke. He's, he's bland. He's very bland. It's like, yes. it's like, for example, it's like if you eat pancakes with that syrup, it's, they're very bland. There's no flavor. It's sure. just kind of boring. You yeah. know, when you, when you have syrup on the pancakes, it's just like, oh my gosh, like this is just incredible. This is so good. Oh, and yeah. Ryan Tannehill is like eating pancakes bland. He is, he is just simply boring. And the Tennessee Titans are, are going to be stuck with that contract. I don't see how they're going to get any better. They're stuck with the cap space. And, you know, I think the offensive coordinator should have been fired. The offensive coordinator should have been fired after this game. He, yeah. he made the most obvious game plans in the history of, of obvious game plans. They, they took the ball away from Derrick Henry on third and ones and fourth and ones and then called the stupid two-point conversion when they didn't need to. It was the stupid two-point conversion, 6-6. Six, six. And for some reason, instead of getting the seven to six lead, they thought getting an eight to six lead was more important. That's coaching. That's horrible coaching. Vrabel. From Vrabel and the offensive coordinator. The Tennessee Titans, to me, had no business winning this game. Total joke for the number one seed in the AFC to not win a single game. Take your own, Vrabel. Take your own. Yeah. A couple more things on the Bengals. Joe Burrow. Uh, I know the Chiefs have Kelsey and Hill. Yeah. Sure. And McKinnon. But I think Joe Burrow, in terms of total weapons, has the best set of weapons remaining in the playoffs. 100%. Okay, let's pick it then. Let's pick it. Well, you have the three okay. receivers. You have Mixon. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pick, saying, the pick, pick the game. I'll pick the game. Okay, so pick let's the game. pick it. Bengals, oh, I'll Bengals, pick the Chiefs. Chiefs. We'll be going. So Zach's going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Wait, score. Score, Zach. Score. Score. 
score? Uh, I don't think the Bengals get blown off the field. Uh, I think it'll be similar to the Bills game in that no defense is played. Um, luckily for the Bengals, the Chiefs don't have much of a pass rush outside of the two main guys. Uh, Joe Burrow, by the way, sacked nine times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have well, been 11. Yeah. Should have been 11, if not <laughs> yes. for a couple of delays of game. Uh, Mike Brown, I'm giving you zero credit for the season. Uh, I am going score. Give me 31 to 17. Chiefs. Wow. Okay. That's kind of a blowout. I'll be honest. Um, I'm going, not that bad. I'm going 30, 20 chiefs. Wow. Okay. I'm going with the other team. Of course you are. You are rooting hard. For I'm, gonna zig. I'm going to that. zig. I'm going to zig while you don't believe Zach. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I do. Okay. Joe okay. Score. Score. Quarterback. Score. Joe, get, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow and Cincinnati Bengals are going to win 25, to 21. You don't believe over that. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I do, There's man. No way, dude. There's yeah, no way. I do. No, you okay, Joe, right. Joe, Burrow, Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow is about it has been, you know, money in the big moments. Sure. This team is playing more inspired, and they're playing strong four quarters of football. Like the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, obviously the, the ending and the way they're putting spills, like sure. But this is a team in the Cincinnati Bengals that aren't gonna be afraid of basic Kansas City. They beat them already. And a young team that has everything to that has nothing to lose is one of the most dangerous teams in sports. The young team that has nothing to lose that should never have been there that uh, shouldn't have gone far is one of the most dangerous teams, and that's in any sport. In any sport, like the Kansas City Royals in baseball, young scrappy team playing their own ways. What do they do? They win the World Series with scrappiness and determination because they have the locker room that believes they can beat anybody. Cincinnati Bengals have a locker room that can beat everybody. The Kansas City Chiefs secondary could have a long evening guarding those corner, guarding those wide receivers. And I just, to me, you know, when I look at this game, I think if the offensive line just does okay, and I'm, I'm talking if they give up five sacks, I'm, I'm saying five sacks. They give up five sacks, I think they win the game. Like I genuinely believe that the Cincinnati Bengals can win the game. I think they're good enough defensively. I think they've made huge strides. And I think Zach Taylor has shown to be a top and elite coach in this league. Give me the Bengals. I think this is where the inexperience is going to factor in here. Um, but we've seen moments where Andy Reid has is, is not made the right Travis, calls. We've seen Travis, moments where Kelsey, some of these guys are not, they're, they're not playing well. That's all I got to say. Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. They will do what they do best, and they will win this game, and they will be in another Super Bowl. Um, and that's going to set up – that's fine. Well, what about the other game then? What, what do we got right, for the other Ram, game? We got, we got Rams, Rams, Niners. Rams, Niners. I'm going to take L.A. And, in fact, I'm going to take L.A. by 10. Give me 30 to 20 L.A. McVay McVay's going to come in. He's going to roll them at home. They're going to put the punch in. Stafford's going to look really good. They're going to look really sharp. And as far as I'm concerned, they're winning the Super Bowl. Zach, what do you got? Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. 28 to 9. Wow. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> – I don't think the 49ers okay. score. I don't think the 49ers score a touchdown. I really don't. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. That's All right. 20, um, Twenty-eight to nine. Give me. Who, give, won, who on San Fran's gonna guard? Gonna match up against Cup? 
Or yeah, They're going to phrase that. Gotcha. Josh Norman? Yeah, my ass. Yeah, okay. Uh, so give me the Rams. Okay. Uh, give me them 35 to 14. This isn't even a wow. game. This isn't even going to be fun oh, to watch, honestly. Um, Stafford is going to come out and flex. Um, Sean McVay is going to get cute, and it's going to work. Uh, he's going to confuse this <laughs> secondary. Um, yeah, it's going to set up a Rams. It's good, though. Yes. Yes. And it's going to be excellent. I can't. I honestly can't wait. It's going to be excellent. I'm excited for Stafford. You know, because I think all three of us Brooke. have defended Stafford throughout his career, even yes. even in the yes, Lions, absolutely. Lions days. So it's going to be nice for ex-Lions fans like our friend DJ Deke, who have been through hell. <laughs> Let's not get it. He'll be vindicated. He'll hell. be vindicated. He'll and, feel good. Uh, Matt Stafford will go to his first Super Bowl, and I think has a nice chance to win. I I. Yeah, I like him to win. Uh, you know, for me, you know, I was thinking about this next segment, you guys. It's like, I just wanted you guys, what are some what are some storylines that's going on right now in the league that just stick out to you that you want to talk about, you want to bring up? Uh, you know, Zach, I, I, I can't help but notice uh, you were like, hey, you know, let's talk Byron Leftwich uh, and, and the coaching hire to the tags. Uh, is that something that sticks out for you? <laughs> listen, listen. Let's not forget Byron Leftwich as a player lost his job to David Garrard. Okay, let's not forget that. It gets forgotten. Okay. A lot. Okay. <laughs> Number two. Hey, look me in the face. Look me in the eye and tell me with a straight face. Byron Leftwich is calling the plays to Tom Brady for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If anything, if anyone's calling the plays who's not Tom Brady, it's Bruce Arians. Okay? It's definitely not Byron Leftwich. All right? Byron Leftwich should pounce, no pun intended, pounce <laughs> Jaguar's job before he gets fired from the current one. Oh, because that was an abysmal game that he quote-unquote called against the Rams. Okay? So just take... Take take whatever job you can, Byron. I mean, my God. Byron Leftwich. I don't know. A career backup other than his stint in uh, in Jacksonville. Go back to Jacksonville, please, for the Colts' sake. Go back to Jacksonville. We might actually beat you guys this time. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd, that'd be, be nice. great. <laughs> Bryce, any, uh, any story ideas, anything going on that, that is, you know, well, I mean, the biggest one, the biggest one is being Sean Payton, right? Uh, Sean yeah. Payton stepping away uh, from the saints. Um, I won't say there are reports that he retired. I'm not going to say he's retired because it definitely sounds like he's interested no. in coming back. Um, <laughs> he is under contract. Um, until 2024 with the Saints. So if he is wanting to go to another team when he comes back, um, they're going to have to compensate the Saints for that. Um, <laughs> the rumor mill is already starting, which is stupid. But, Zach, it sounds like he. the, the rumor is Dallas. Well, here's why that's the rumor. Oh, right? that's a- here's why that's the rumor. And I know, Caleb, your dad's a Cowboys fan, just like mine. Yeah. All right. So – I'm sure you grew up watching the Cowboys just as much as you did. Sure. Your favorite team. I mean, my favorite team is the Colts. Anyone who's listened to this pod ever knows that. <laughs> but I, the Cowboys pretty much 
They are, but they aren't my second favorite team because they're the team I grew up watching the second most behind the Colts. The reason Sean Payton is rumored to be connected to the Cowboys is because he was Bill Parcells' second in command on the Cowboys staff. He was actually, his official title was the assistant head coach. I was looking this up earlier. <laughs> assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach. Yeah. And it was really bad timing for the Cowboys because uh, the year that turned out to be Parcells' last, um, Peyton took the job for the Saints, and it was the 2006 season, and he took the job with the Saints. Parcells retired after the 06 season, and then the Cowboys ended up going with Wade Phillips, and we all know how Ouch. Jason Garrett for a decade, and I don't know. Ouch. So, yeah. That's why, because Sean Payton was supposed to be the successor to Parcells in Dallas and have this nice, you know, maybe the Breeze and Payton thing was that was supposed to be the Romo and Payton thing, but it wasn't. So that's why these rumors are coming coming about. Interesting. Well, he was supposed to be the prodigal son, wow. but he wasn't. Well, you know, what's interesting enough about that is Payton talked about in his press conference, he had actually interviewed for the Green Bay job in 06 as well. And he really wanted that. He said he actually threw his phone against the wall when he found out McCarthy got the job in 06. Damn. And he, and you know, he ended up taking the new Orleans job, which he said he, he, it worked out in the end for him, which I think is fair. Well, I mean, think about it. McCarthy only got one Super Bowl. He got one Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. And I, I think the other factor with Peyton, right. Is, you know, the saints are in absolute, uh, they're in a, a catastrophic mess with the cap. They're they're really oh Michael Thomas is gone, it. and I think they, that was a factor an, in this. That was definitely a factor. Well, in this. it's a factor in this because he's maximized what they've been, and I think as far as I'm concerned, um, he will look to go uh, back into the league. And I absolutely think Dallas Cowboy rumors are complete real. I don't understand why he wouldn't do it. The offensive personnel that that Dallas has, uh, I mean, Zach, you and I, you and I have seen this with with our dads and 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 the people above us. I mean, this is this is an unbelievable offensive talent, and they've got Very great good. defensive stars. And if Dallas can get an elite level coach there, I mean, you're talking about a, a great team. I, Dak Prescott with a guy like Sean Payton. So I think so, we're talking about a very high huh. level quarterback. I mean, so we're we're talking next year then. Because I don't think you 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 can't wait. I don't think you can wait two years. Oh yeah. I do. I think I, I think McCarthy gets one more season. He might get fired in the season. One more season. I think yeah, he, he's gonna get one more season. I think he's gonna get he's one on a more very short leash next On a season. short leash. I agree. One more season on a short leash and he's done. Well, we they know are, Kellen Moore's not getting the job. Hell no. Not getting hell any no. job, right? Uh, no, he's not getting any job. Thank God. I told you. Thank God. Well, no. and, and he the, sucks. The thing that he's I think is important in this story, um, you know, is obviously now there's like nine openings, which is a lot in like different types of openings. Like, you know, each team has a certain each opening has, you know, whether it's young quarterback, high level defense, uh, a couple missing pieces. It should be fun to see kind of where all these teams go uh, in terms of head coaching decisions and in head coaching, uh, you know, places. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. Uh, for me personally, um, you know, I was thinking about this, Bryce, and I, I even texted you this. Like, I kind of don't. I don't know. For all who watched the Hard Knock show, I was kind of shocked Brian Baker got fired. Uh, and I understand that's a very minor uh, move, but I was just like, man, 
Like, you know, seemed like that was not your problem. Seemed like it had to do with evaluations. We're seeing a lot of assistance go. Uh, I'm going to be curious. I mean, even if Eberflus leaves, I mean, it seems like Chicago's down to Eberflus and Caldwell. If if they're down to Eberflus and Caldwell, uh, you know, I think that that's, you know, if, if the if Eberflus gets the job uh, from the Bears, which is what I believe will happen, uh, the Colts will benefit significantly with the compensatory picks. Yes. And and that's going to that that's going to be very helpful for them. The Chicago, the Chicago, the Chicago Bears to me, uh, that coaching search uh, is gone better than I expected. Uh, I'm just going to be real honest. I thought they were going to hire some no name crap show uh, to come in there and just put it on some more, you uh, know, and, and they haven't. I feel like they're starting to, you know, get some decent guys in there. Uh, that was something that intrigued me, uh, you know, and then guys like Brandon Brooks retiring, shout out Brandon Brooks, uh, very good offensive lineman, uh, but just continuously bothered with injuries and things of that nature. Uh, you know, he stepped away from the game, uh, massive uh, loss for offensive linemen and one of the better offensive linemen I think our generation will ever see. It never gets talked about. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, when I'm looking at kind of what the, you know, the set of situations are for the NFL right now, you know, there's a lot of quarterback change, a lot of coaching changes. I'm just going to be curious to see how it all turns out. Uh, Zach, I, I know we, we haven't done a whole lot of get the sacks uh, with you, uh, but I got to ask, did you have a favorite get the sack? I think it was about somebody who got fired or I think. Somebody should've... who got fired. Somebody who got fired that you were like, you know, good. that you know, Not good, but you were just like, that needed to happen. Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer, you know, oh, yeah. Zimmer Mike Zimmer, uh, you know, <laughs> a couple of those playoff losses. Well, one in particular that I can remember. Um, sure. Not totally his fault. The Blair Walsh game is the one I'm referring to. Sure. Um, that was a solid team. AP still, it was like AP's last great year. Bridgewater was very good. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's one where I was like, yeah, that, that it was time. It was time. time. It was time. And, you know, this was a great podcast to do. Uh, well, talking about. Oh, 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 go ahead, Zach. Yeah, my wild card, Caleb. You forgot. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm you sorry. Forgot. You forgot. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, I did. I had to do this. Bryce knows what this is. Bryce I knows do. What this wild card is. Caleb. Yes. You haven't been on cinema. Lately. No, I haven't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Caleb. Bryce and I did this uh, last week. We on did our, on our Boba, on our Boba Fett review. <laughs> Caleb, give right. me your top five favorite Star Wars characters. <laughs> Do it now. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Rank them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> rank them. Um, from five I, to one. Rank them five to one. Five to one. Yeah. Five to one. Number five. Okay. Um, number five. Chewbacca. Okay. All right. Number four, um, R two D two. Oh, all right, all right. Traditional pick. Traditional pick. Number three, um, he's on the spot, folks. Mace Windu. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. All he right. was my there number two. He was my uh, number two. Number two, um. I said Vader. Did I say Vader? No, no you yeah. haven't. Yeah, Vader. Vader, number, number two. Number two. All right. Number two. And number one. 
Number one is Yoda. I've always just been a big Yoda. Yoda. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. So I, I, went, I, went with, I went with I went with those I those five. But that's all the swap, man. You put me. I, it, it's a wild card for sure. Uh, but you know, just <laughs> off the top of my head, that's that's kind of what came up. I like it. Excellent. I like Yoda. I mean, you can't go wrong with Yoda. The probably the Go Jedi. If I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, you just can't. You can't go wrong with him, yes. you know. I, I just, it was just a, it's a pick that I, I just have always liked. It's I like it. Always, I like always it. been a big fan. So, but yeah, um, you know, I and and maybe uh, I'll be allowed on the cinema again. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but we, we have, uh, we, we got, we got plenty of uh, content available as we mentioned before the show. So please go check that out. And uh, Bryce Zach is a privilege to have you on the Lindsay Podcast. Of course. Thank you very much.